You're listening to the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. This podcast is a part of the Overtime Heroics Podcast Network and the Rise Up Podcast Community. Join the forums for free at OvertimeHeroics.com slash forums and visit bit.ly slash community. This is the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Visit theleewmowen.com slash podcast to listen on your favorite platform. Music from podsummit.com slash free music. Here's your host, Lee W. Mowen. Episode 111 of the local Sunday Sports Podcast is here. And as a treat for you, hopefully it won't be an hour long. I'm going for a shorter episode this week. Why? Because I know the last few episodes have been pretty long and normally I don't like long episodes unless it's an interview because you get to listen to people that aren't me but there you go before we begin there's something I'd like to point out to you in case you do want the local Sunday sports podcast gear well there's the shop at T Public, and the promo I play it sounds a little bit like this Hey listeners, did you know that you can buy gear supporting the local Sunday Sports Podcast? Visit theleewmowen.com slash podcast, then click on Buy Podcast Merchandise, made by Public. You can get shirts, hoodies, mugs, phone cases, and even stickers. Check out the local Sunday Sports gear by Public. Like the promo mentions, the shop has a lot of neat things. You can get stickers, you get notebooks, phone cases, and of course clothes from t-shirts and sweatshirts. It's a little bit of everything on there. So go check it out. Even mugs, if you like mugs, because the logo looks pretty good on a mug. Tee Public is having a sale! From today, Wednesday, August 21st to Sunday, August 25th, the sale is all classic t-shirts are going to be $13. That's before taxes and delivery fees, mind you. And everything else in the shops is going to be up to 35% off. Easiest way of reaching this shop, go to theleewmowen.com slash podcast and scroll a little bit down after listen here. There's a link that says buy podcast merchandise. Click it. And you get to the Tee Public shop, and it flashes a big giant banner in front of your face. Everything up to 35% off. Like I said, this is today through Sunday. You can get classic shirts for 13 bucks, and they come in a nice selection of colors. i done the counting already. 27 different colors. So a little bit of something for everyone. It's a classic t-shirt. And pick your size, you get it shipped. Again, it does not include taxes or shipping fees, but 13 bucks for a shirt, that's not bad. And a little bit goes back to me, which a little bit helps. A lot of it helps, but there you go. You can also get hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, stickers, notebooks. There's a little bit of everything, even laptop cases, which I forgot about. So... T Public having a sale. Make sure you don't miss it. It's going on today through Sunday. Meaning if you listen to the next episode, episode 112, which will come out next week, hopefully, yeah, the sale will be over. So there you go. That's how sales work. 
Again, the LeeWMallon.com slash podcast and scroll down just a little bit past listen here from all those platforms and then the buy podcast merchandise takes you right there. And speaking of platforms, there's another new one for the local Sunday sports podcast. You can now listen to this for free on radio.net on the platform and all the apps available for free. And I believe they're also on smart speakers too. So radio.net new home of the local Sunday sports podcast. Enough of the pre episode fluff. It's time to move along. Now there's one thing I like to bring up and it's not local Sunday sports related blasphemy. I know, but the XFL, you know, XFL 2.0 is coming back in February of 2020. You might even know the XFL 1.0. If not, go to your local library and find out. Logos were just released today. And, no, the closest city with an XFL team, I guess it'd be St. Louis. Possibly New York or Washington, D.C. I think St. Louis is a little closer. Not sure. Ask Google Maps. Uh, The eight logos are out, and... Meh. That's pretty much my response to the names and the logos. Vipers, cool, but the Tampa Bay Vipers, they're cool, but the logos kind of, eh. The New York Guardians. It's better back in XFL 1.0 days when it was New York, New Jersey Hitman. I like that name. The LA Wildcats, eh. Dallas Renegades. Some people have brought up that it reminds them of the Ottawa Renegades logo, which, yeah, I see it, but it gives me the Dallas Desperado vibes, the Arena Football League, when Columbus had the Destroyers in there, the first go time. It's alright. The Seattle Dragons, someone mentioned it looked like an 8-bit Nintendo character, and they were okay with it. I don't see it as much, but it's, it's alright. St. Louis Battlehawks. Sounds very 80s cartoonish. The logo is literally a sword with wings. Alright. DC Defenders. Sounds like it's out of a comic book. The logo looks like it's out of a comic book, but I'm okay with it. And lastly, the Houston Roughnecks. And this is the logo I love the most because it gives me Houston Oiler vibes. I don't know if it's supposed to do that or not. Someone mentioned it looked like the Arizona Diamondbacks logo. Eh. It's it's an oil tower. And back in the day, you had the Houston Oilers, now the Tennessee Titans. I love that logo. I, I dig it. It's probably my favorite. It's just the other logos. Eh. I guess it'd be Houston, D.C., Dallas, Seattle, St. Louis... New York Guardians logo is cool, but the name is still stupid. L.A. Wildcats, Tampa Bay Vipers. That's my best-to-worst XFL ranking that you probably don't care about. But, yeah, they got released today, and jerseys should be released sometime in the near future. Yeah, XFL. It's totally hidden Sunday scene, but there you go. I'll tell you what's hitting the Sunday scene Playoff baseball, hopefully. There's three teams in the area. The Florence Freedom of the Frontier League, the Dayton Dragons of the Midwest League, and the Cincinnati Reds of the MLB. 
And right now there's baseball going on. It's an afternoon affair, and it's 4-1 to one Cincinnati at the end of 4. You'll probably know the final after you listen to this episode, or even before you listen to this episode. That's how it works. Luis Castillo's going to work. One run so far. Not bad. Not bad at all, but plenty could change, and then I sound like an idiot because it went uh, tipsy-turvy, if you will. We'll start off with the Florence Freedom. They've been in first place long time this summer, and now they're a half game back of first place Evansville in the Otters. Three and seven in the last ten, and fifty and thirty-six overall is Florence. Season is winding down, and a new two-game homestand starts up tonight in Florence, Kentucky. It'll be a West versus East battle as Florence welcomes in the Washington, Pennsylvania Wild Things. I think you know that it's Washington, Pennsylvania. I just want you to make sure it's not Washington, D.C. 11-4, River City won last night's battle. As the Freedom now turned their attention to the Wild Thing. Three and seven in the last ten. It's been a tough stretch for the Freedom. With just four home games remaining, the 21st to 22nd, that's today and tomorrow. And next Wednesday, next Thursday, Florence will welcome in the Juliet Slammers. Three-game road trip starting Friday at Evansville. Big, big series, especially since the Otters jumped to first. And then a two-game series at Windy City. Season winding down. And right now they have the top wildcard spot, the Freedom do. But there's still a little bit of season left. And Florence still have a perfectly legitimate shot of winning the Western Division. Good luck goes out to the Freedom in their conquest to go to the playoffs. Good position, but still season to play. And now we move on to the Dayton Dragons. And there's a little bit of Florence-Dayton link for you here. As yesterday, it was Tyler Gibson, a former Florence Freedom pitcher, making his Dayton Dragons a Midwest League debut by tossing one and a third scoreless innings of two-hit, two Strikeout baseball. I was going to say struck out baseball, but that wouldn't have been right. That would have sounded really silly. Good thing I didn't say it. Mm. Anyway, the Dragons have six home games left starting tonight. A three-game series with Fort Wayne. And I pray that Fort Wayne doesn't have those red jerseys where the numbers are pretty much illegible. It was cool, and now it's kind of, you know, they have better numbers on their new jerseys. So where are those? Those are great jerseys. The Dragons will then go on a seven-game road trip starting Saturday. They'll be in Lake County, Ohio for four. That is East Lake, Ohio. And then three at Great Lakes. And then hosting West Michigan for three. Your standings in the Midwest League look like this. Bowling Green... They got two games up on South Bend. That'd be the Hot Rods of the Tampa Bay Rays and the Cubs of the NL Chicago squad. That would be your playoff teams as the season were to end today. 
Bowling Green will win the second half, and South Bend will get the wild card. South Bend is two back of Bowling Green, like I mentioned, and two up on the next competitor, Lansing. They split a four-game series with the Dayton Dragons. They lost games one and four, and took the middle games for the four-game split. Lake County, they're in the playoffs already. They don't need a second-half spot, but they're 29-28, five back of first. Dayton is 10 back of first place Bowling Green, and they're now 8 back of South Bend and 6 back of Lansing. So it's a very steep hill to climb. The Dragons are 3-7 and seven in their last 10. However, in the series coming up with Fort Wayne, the Dragons have won 6 of 7 home games against the Tin Caps. And that series is 9-8 Fort Wayne, so... Not so much luck in Indiana for Dayton, but better luck at home as Dayton is 13-16. and 16. Fort Wayne also 10 back, the same record as Dayton at 24-33, and 33, and 8 back of wildcard holder South Bend, West Michigan. They have the lowest elimination number of the Eastern Division at 21-36. Three losses more, and the Whitecaps are done. They're 13 back of Bowling Green and 11 back of South Bend. And West Michigan's last series is at Dayton. Which, by the way, if you're coming out for that, Saturday is an evening game, Sunday and Monday are afternoon games. I'm also telling myself this so I don't sleep in on Monday. There you go. And a quick peek at the West. It's Kane County and Clinton. They would be your Western Division playoff contenders in the second half, along with Cedar Rapids and Quad Cities. That's one, two, three, four in this second half. Wisconsin is five back of first place Kane County, three back of wildcard holder Clinton. Beloit, 12 back along with Burlington, both at 24 and 33. How are there four teams, 24 and 33 in the Midwest League? Golly. And their elimination number is four. And Peoria cannot make the playoffs at all this year. They're 17 and 40 on the half. 9 and 20 at home, 8 and 20 on the road. It's been a rough half for Peoria and the Chiefs. So, like I mentioned, some good numbers for Dayton hosting Fort Wayne. It has been the opposite tale for Fort Wayne hosting the Dragons. But tonight, it will be left-hander Connor Curless getting the start, 4 and 5, and a 2.53 ERA. He has become the best starting pitcher in the rotation for Dayton. Good stuff on Curlis. Very, very strong pitcher. Should be in Daytona next year. And like I mentioned, in Dayton, Fort Wayne has only won one of the seven games. So Dayton has that going for them. Playoffs seem a little bit out of reach. For the Dragons, but they're not eliminated, so it still can happen, but a lot of lucky bounces need to happen for the Fire Breathers. In case you're wondering who Fort Wayne's starting, they're the single-A affiliate of the San Diego Padres, which, by the way, that Reds and Padres series fishing up today. It's now bomb the fifth, and 4-1 Cincinnati still is your score. Glad to help. Like I mentioned, you'll probably listen to this after the Padres-Reds game, and I'll probably have it up after the Padres-Reds game, so there you go. 
it's very rare you get to see you know affiliates play each other like Padres Reds it's not planned like that then again you know that's eh, silly so there you go well now talk about the Reds they're in the driver's seat to win the series as I hope I don't jinx them Luis Perdomo is now pitching for San Diego and scrolling down on the beautiful game day stats. That is now pitcher number four used by the Padres. The starter Strom went two, gave up three hits, but struck out four. Yardley went in a third of an inning, giving up three runs, one earned, walked one, gave up two hits. Wingenter went two-thirds to shut the door in that inning, and Perdomo is back out for inning number two. He threw a full inning back in the fourth, gave up an earned run on two hits, and that was a home run. I have to go back on my stats and find out who that was. So there you go. The Reds, on the other hand, I feel like most folks have given up hope on that. I'm not. I mean, I might be, you know, the overly optimistic one here. Where's standings on here? It makes me upset. You're making me sound stupid on my own podcast. I know, that's me that sounds stupid on the podcast, but, you know, just go with it. Oh, look, standings right in front of my face. Reds are still in fourth place in the NL Central. Eight and a half back at first place, St. Louis. And eight back in the wild card race. And the elimination number is 30 for the Reds. Not the highest elimination number. That'd be the Cubs at 38. But they got a wild card spot. So, meh, mood point. Brewers are three and a half back in the wild card spot. Four back of St. Louis. Cubs are in second place. Half game back. And Pittsburgh 15 and a half back in the NL Central race and 15 back in the wild card. We'll pull up those standings now. Like I mentioned, wild card race, you got to leap over five teams. It was six last week, at least I think it was in the episode. The Reds now have to jump over the Mets, the Phillies, Milwaukee, Arizona, and San Francisco. Washington and the Cubs would have the two wild card spots if the season ended after today. The Mets are two back along with Philadelphia. That's becoming a fun race to watch. Like I mentioned, if the Reds win it, the Padres will go back a game in the wildcard race and jumping five teams just to get to the bubble. So technically you have to jump six. I mean, technically that's a tough task. But the Reds play consistent. I think it might be a shot. I'm hoping that the Reds can get to 500. It'd be nice to say, hey, we can do it, and maybe build some momentum for 2020. Should let you know that Miami is in the basement of the NL wildcard at 21 and a half games back, but they are not eliminated yet from playoff contention. There's one team that is. And that would be the Baltimore Orioles and the Detroit Tigers. I forgot about that. Baltimore's 32 and a half back in the wild card race, 42 and a half games back of the Yankees. Detroit is 38 and a half back of Minnesota, 34 back in the card. 
so both those teams aren't making it to the postseason this year. I think I didn't need to point that out to you, but there you go. We'll step aside and come back shortly, and we'll talk about National Radio Day, which was yesterday, but I didn't have time to, you know, do the podcast. So that'll do. And also, college soccer and college volleyball soon are returning. And this announcer is excited. This is the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Back in a second. Hi, everybody. I hope you enjoy the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Did you know you can get paid just for listening to this podcast? I just discovered this free new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to podcasts and you earn PodCoin while you listen on the app. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards for Amazon, Starbucks, and more locations. Or you can even take the PodCoin and donate it to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. Here's what you do. You download the app right now for free in the App Store or on Google Play. And simply use my code CINCYSPORT with two eyes, And you'll get 300 PodCoins just for signing up. So go ahead, listen to this podcast or any podcast on PodCoin, and sign up with the code CINCYSPORT with two eyes. It's changing the way people listen to podcasts. PodCoin. Hey folks, this is Lee W. Mowen of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way of making a podcast. Anchor is completely free and gives you everything you need in one easy place on your desktop or mobile device. Anchor includes creation tools to make your podcast sound great, including the newly featured background music option. Anchor also takes care of the heavy lifting by getting your podcast out to the major platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and even more. You can also make some money with your podcast with no minimum listenership required. What are you waiting for? Create your podcast by downloading the Anchor app in the App Store or on Google Play, or visit anchor.fm to get started. Anchor.fm, the host of the local Sunday sports podcast. I'm Ty Yeager, and I want to introduce you to the Rise Up Podcast Community, a community for podcasters created by podcasters, dedicated to the promotion and growth of podcasts everywhere. Rise Up is not a network. There are no contracts and no control over your content, just a vessel for you to spread the word of your work and connect with the fellow podcasters to collaborate, create, and promote. And guess what? It doesn't cost you a single cent to join the community. Join the Rise Up Podcast community today by visiting our website at bit.ly slash community and follow the community on Twitter at rupodcommunity. Again, that's bit.ly slash community and at rupodcommunity on Twitter. Come and join the community of podcasts and rise up with us. Rise Up Podcast Community. What's going on, guys? Grant Pushkar here, joined by my co-director, Victor Williams. Are you looking to bring more attention to your sports content? Over at Overtime Heroics, you can be a part of a growing sports community, such as podcasts like my own, Cleveland Surge, and my own Philly Special Podcast. And if you're looking for a place to share your sports opinions, they also have an active forum for all sports topics. So if you want your sports content to be heard amongst other sports fans, go over to Overtime Heroics forward slash forums and make your first hot take today. Even the breaks feel shorter this week around, but I don't know if that's just because I took one out and played it earlier or not. 
First part's 20 minutes. If I can get this within 10 minutes, then I've done my job. Hooray me. Two things I want to talk about for closing out this episode, and it's about National Radio Day, which was yesterday, August 20th. That would be a Tuesday if you're keeping track. And also, the upcoming college athletic season. And it's not college football, because I don't work college football in town. But there you go. So National Radio Day, it's a wonderful day where broadcasters celebrate. They've been in the broadcast industry for a certain number of years here. It's also when broadcasters are thankful for where they are with their teams, with their stations, and with their businesses. I found myself for about the second or third or fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth or ninth year in a row depending on how long National Radio Days actually existed, I found myself tweeting to other stations like, hey, hire me, here's why. I feel like I'm spamming that feature, but hey, you know what? I'm trying to advertise myself and trying to make sure that my resume doesn't go straight in the trash like I feel like it does. I mean, I'm about to hit my 1100 game as a play-by-play broadcaster. That's right, 1100 in 10 different sports. And PA-wise, I'm about to hit 500. I think I have less than 50 to go to reach that mark, which I should hit next spring, if I think about it. I probably will, depending on how things go. But I'd really like it if you're out there and you manage a radio station in the Cincinnati or Dayton, even Columbus area, if you need a broadcaster, you know, think of me. Because my resume is it's pretty great. And I've done a lot of work and I like working. I like broadcasting. I mentioned, not sure if I got caught off or not, broadcasting's been the only thing I ever wanted to do. And it it takes everything out of you to really look back and you're not you're not really in the field. And no one around the area wants to give your resume a shot. So it breaks my heart. And I know with the breaking of the heart there's only one thing to do, keep working until you actually get there. And I plan on doing no different just it's a little depressing see these folks that have worked in radio for 20 years 30 years 40 years long time and might have been with their team for five years 10 years and just i look back and i was hoping to have dayton hockey again but it uh didn't turn out as you might know hair arena's closed and the team hasn't come back and, you know, not having a rink kind of, you know, doesn't help. But there you go. That's National Radio Day. It's exciting for most people. It's a little bit depressing for me. And I'm hoping something works out. This fall, I don't think I'm broadcasting football, which was one of my goals is to, hey, you know, get back and do play-by-play for fall sports, soccer, football, volleyball even. But I will say there is 
piece of exciting news because I am back with UD and I'm back with Wright State and I'm very happy to be part of both D1 schools in town to PA and I am happy to announce that I'm back for UD men's soccer I'm back for most Wright State men's and women's soccer and I can't wait to get back and have the season go hard to believe that what not next week but the following week is September where did this month go I don't know but there you go so that's a happy transition to go into college athletics starting up again women's soccer season starts up Friday as the Wright State women will head to Marion that's in Indianapolis for the first road game of the year and then Sunday the Raiders are back home to take on the Miami Redhawks, and yours truly will have the call on ESPN+. Plus. So if you don't get that, it's about 5 bucks a month. You can watch a lot of things, a lot of colleges. I think MLS is on there if you're out of market and your team isn't, you know, connected with Flow Sports. Which all that bickering has died down, or maybe I haven't looked for it. Who knows? But I'll be on the call Sunday at 1 for Wright State versus Miami Women's Soccer. Love the opportunity that I get for fill-in broadcast. And Sunday turns out to be my first of the fall. So I'm pretty happy. Hopefully you'll join me for that. There's one more exhibition match for both UD and Wright State. The Flyers host Bowling Green Friday at 6... And Wright State will host Duquesne at 1 p.m. on Saturday. So come on out. You can get to all Flyer soccer events for free. And also Wright State, it's a very cheap ticket. Or if you're a Wright State student even, it's free. Just bring your Wright One card. It's one thing I wish Wright State students actually knew about. You can come out and watch sports for free. You just show a piece of plastic and it's like, oh, okay. You know, easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Sorry, I had to go there. It's hard to believe that baseball season's winding down and we start up soccer season. It's, I don't know what's more of a shock to me in terms of switching seasons. I feel like it is summer to fall just because of the fact that the schedule of mine does slow down a bit. But I hope to see a lot of friendly faces at both venues. You can always follow my adventures on Twitter at the Lee W. Mallon and sometimes on Facebook if I feel like posting there. But there you go. So back to Dayton and Wright State soccer I go. Can't believe it's that time of year. I mean, Sunday was the first exhibition and it was nice coming back. There's always that special feeling for me, walking up the stairs, getting to the press tent of Bojan Field, and just overlooking the top part of the field. It's it's quite a view. It's it's one of my favorite views that I get to work, and I definitely recommend at least one trip out to Bojan. I mean, Alumni Field, there's only one set of seats, or if you bring in your chairs, that's cool too. But at the same time, there's always something for me walking into a venue or walking into a game you know, an hour or two before it's supposed to start. I always get butterflies in my stomach. 
I don't know if that means I suck or, you know, I always want to do well. I like to tell myself it's the latter. But college sports are starting soon. How wonderful is that? And, of course, you can listen for football scores and college soccer scores, if I remember them, each week once that starts. And that will be the last week of August for Ohio. And would that be this week or is that next week for Indiana and Kentucky schools? I guess I'll find out Friday. No, but at the same time, uh, expect scores again at the beginning of an episode. I liked how I did last year. And we'll see how this year goes. So, I think that will wrap up episode 111 quite nicely. And just a shade over 10 minutes. I'm not too angry about that. Thanks for listening to this shortened episode. It's always nice talking to you about Cincinnati and Dayton sports. And to episode 112, this is Lee W. Mallon. And let the good times roar or something. That'll be my catchphrase, I guess. See you next time. for listening to another episode of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Closing theme is Leveled Up by Bad Snacks from YouTube via royalty-free music, no copyright music group. Visit theleewmowen.com slash podcast to listen on your favorite platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, CastBox, Anchor, and more. Follow along on Twitter at Gem on Queen Crown and at the Lee W. Mowen and on Facebook by liking the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast page and become a member of the Facebook group, Fans of the Local Sunday Sports Podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. This is Lee W. Mowen saying goodbye and please join us again for another new episode of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast.